Welcome to The Check-In. This is City Limits weekly newsroom podcast where we talk to some of our reporting staff about the stories that they're working on this week. My name is Jean Marie Evely. I am the executive editor here at City Limits and I'm joined today by our Spanish language reporter and editor Daniel Parra who's going to talk to us a little bit about a story that he did regarding vaccine access for New York State's agricultural workers. Hi Daniel, how are you doing this week? Good, thank you. How are you, Jean Marie? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the story that you worked on earlier this week. Um, and this is a topic that you've covered before. Uh, you've previously written about the impact of the pandemic on New York's farm workers, uh, many of whom in the industry are immigrants. What has this last year been like for these workers and what kind of extra risks do they face when it comes to um, coronavirus? Well, this year, well, yeah, entire year, it's been really tough for both industry and especially for uh, farm workers in the state of New York. We started covering uh, farm workers back in April and we did a story about how it is spread in a nursery in Cayuga County where basically on March 16, they registered the first positive case among farm workers at a nursery and that it just spread out after a couple of weeks it is spread and eight farm workers got sick so that was basically the first story that we that we ran about it and then later on we did another story about what evictions look like for farm workers what we found is that uh, when a undocumented farm worker uh, loses her or his job, it typically also means losing their shelter because the farm usually offers and pays the rent or the hotel uh, bill. So what we ended up kind of discovering and talk about is uh, how there is an opinion and an interpretation of the law that provides some rights to farm workers. And they become like tenants and that provides them rights and they cannot be evicted, let's say, uh, so easily. So obviously, like you said, their jobs are tied to housing. So if, you know, they were, if their work was impacted during the pandemic, that could be, you know, a threat to more than just their livelihood, but also to where they live. Um, and the latest thing that you've been writing about is the concept of vaccine access um, for these workers, for workers who work, uh, most of them in upstate New York. And you specifically wrote about a national program that is designed to provide extra COVID-19 vaccines to certain um, federally funded health clinics. Um, tell us a little bit about that program and where do farm workers fit in? Yes, so on February 9th, President Biden announced the first phase of a program called the Federally Qualified Health Center Program for COVID-19 Vaccination that will provide more vaccines for uh, community health centers that are reaching out what the program calls underserved and most vulnerable populations. Health Resources and, Self- and Services Administration, HRSA, includes individuals experiencing homelessness, public housing residents, patients with limited English proficiency and 
migrants slash seasonal agricultural workers. So with that in mind, this will be part of the vaccination plan basically already. Yeah, and I know you mentioned that the federal um, priorities for vaccination also include farm workers, um, but let's hear what New York State has been doing. So that was what the main focus of your story is, is how New York State has regarded farm workers in terms of eligibility. What's been the situation with that since they started doing vaccinations a couple months ago? So the problem here is that the program was created back in February 9th and should have began the week of February 15, allocating approximately 1 million doses to these selected uh, health centers nationwide. The thing here is that the states sets who will get the vaccine. So basically, the farm workers are included both in the national program and also they're part of the CDC priority for getting vaccinated. But since the state of New York has included in their phase that they are going on right now, they cannot vaccinate them until they are included. Basically, a dilemma for these F FQACs that are going to basically inoculate farm workers. Yeah, so basically these clinics could have access to and do have access to these extra vaccines. Some of that could go to farm workers, but obviously the state has not updated the eligibility so they can't actually use them towards these agri agricultural workers at this time until the state changes the rules. Right. And what's sort of the reaction that you're hearing from your sources in the industry in terms of like how they're feeling about sort of being um, being left out in this way? Yeah, so we contact obviously advocates. Advocates have been trying to reach out to the governor at some meetings with state officials the industry, we talked to a couple of them, the industry have been lobbied to include farm workers and also farm workers through their own organizations have tried to, to do something. So nobody is happy because uh, at the beginning, back in December, they were included in the vaccination schedule. And in January, they were basically expelled from the vaccination plan in New York. Yeah, so there was some back and forth there that they thought they were going to be included in one phase in January and then like they got left off, um, which I know has been happening. Like, you know, we've been writing about a lot of different groups and eligibility, obviously like scarcity of the vaccine itself is still an issue, um, which makes it difficult. But I'm sure that we'll be keeping tabs on how this goes move, moving forward and reporting on this once these groups do become eligible. Um, but thank you so much, Daniel, for sharing uh, your reporting with us today. Thank you. Once again, that was Daniel Parra, City Limits Spanish language reporter and editor, um, talking about a story that he worked on this week, which you can find by visiting our website, citylimits.org. Uh, you can also sign up for Daniel's weekly newsletter uh, to get all of our Spanish language coverage sent to your inbox each week. My name is Jean Marie Evely. I'm the executive editor here at City Limits. Thank you so much for listening to the check-in. We'll be back next week with another episode um, talking to one of our reporters about the stories that they're working on. Thanks so much. And have a great weekend.